What's going on to all the disruptors? Welcome back to another podcast of a godly disruption with your host, Jimmy Bayoso. Man, I get so excited about these, and it's honestly something I enjoy doing so much is be able to come on here, talk to you guys, um, talk about you know things that God is placing in my heart, things that are going on in the world, um, topics and questions that you guys have been asking me, you know, through Instagram, through YouTube. So Welcome back. We're back at it again. Um, super excited for this one. I honestly think I say that every single time um, on the podcast that I'm excited. But honestly, I'm excited every single time I jump on here. Um, I know God's going to do something big um, in this podcast. Um, we're going to get real deep. We're going to get real interesting in this one. Um, I'm going to share with you guys a lot of stories of mine, a lot of things that you know, I kind of went through in church, in my life, um, and I hope you guys receive from this. Um, the point of this podcast was always to be as open and transparent as I possibly can. I'm not here to fake it. I'm here to show the love of God, the love of Jesus, um, and show a world that Jesus is real and that if you follow him, everything in your life is going to change and will change. So I wanted to talk about... Um, be just being passionate for Jesus. This is a topic that is so close to my heart because, you know, I consider myself someone who is very passionate about Jesus. Like, I, I'm crazy for Jesus. I'm in love with him. Um, You know, he's my everything. You know, he is my he's my Chick-fil-A. He's my McDonald's. He's my everything. Whatever you whatever food you like to eat, that's who he is to me. He's my favorite. You know, um, my life has completely changed when I've allowed Jesus to come into my life and his love have j has just outpoured so big in my heart that, man, you know, there's just not even enough words to just describe the love, the happiness, the joy, the fulfillment that I feel in my heart. And no one else and and not even anything in this world could have given me that love or that fulfillment or that satisfaction. Only Jesus so if you're watching me, you're listening to me right now through YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I hope that through this podcast, if you're in love with Jesus, you fall even more in love with him. And if you are you don't know who Jesus is or you're trying to get passionate for him, I pray that through this podcast, you know, you fall in love with Jesus like crazy, that you're head over heels for him, you know, that you you just can't wait to pray. You just can't wait to 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 communicate with him, to talk to him, to hear his voice, to read his word, you know, to go to church, to to be around godly men and women, you know. So we're, let's get at it. Uh, passion for Jesus. The book of Romans, chapter five, verse five says, and this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. You know, that's one of the reasons Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, who is not something, but he is someone, can fill our hearts with his love. And love is passionate. Love is, love is sacrificial. Like when you love someone and you love hard, like I'm someone that if I decide to love someone or, or, or something, like I'm going to love hard. That's just one of my traits. That's just someone who I am. I love hard. Like I don't if if I'm in a relationship and friendships, even my family, I'm someone who loves hard. I I, I deeply love people. Um, you know, because that's just 
one, that's just what God has put in my heart, and that's just someone that who I am, and, and love is passionate. If you're watching me and you're in a relationship, you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or you're married or maybe you're single, but, you know, you have parents or at one point you love someone. You did crazy things for this person. You try to show your love towards this person doing crazy stuff, you know, like you name it. The person asked you to do something, you would go above and beyond for this person because why? Why? Love is passionate. You're trying to show this person all the love you have for them, and you're and you're trying to show it to them, and it just comes out naturally. And the Bible talks about here that the Holy Spirit is going to fill our hearts with his love, and that love of Jesus is passionate. That love of Jesus, the love that Jesus has for you and for me is so hard. It's so strong. It's so passionate. It's it's greater and bigger than any love that anyone can give you or anything can give you that he went on the cross 2,000 years ago. And that love for you and for me led him to the cross that when he was in the cross, you were on his mind. I was on his mind. And that love went beyond a desire, went beyond a thought, went beyond an emotion. It was passionate. It was a, a love that showed action. And, you know, that's the love that God the Holy Spirit wants to deposit in your life a love that is passionate for him, a love that gives up everything for him, a love that that for him that goes beyond a love of a mom, a love of a dad, a love of a relationship, a love of a spouse, a love of a child, a love of, of, of a sibling, of a friend. He wants he wants you to be crazy for him. You know, he wants you to love him hard and you know, he wants to burn your heart with love, a love that is passionate. And I pray right now that as you're listening to me and you're watching me, that as you're listening to me right now, that God's love starts burning in your heart with such a passion, with, with such a, a, an aggressive passion that it overflows your heart, it overflows your thoughts, it overflows your mind, it overflows your whole entire body. That his love right now just comes upon you in Jesus' name. Um, there's three attitudes of a person who is passionate. And, you know, there's probably could be many more attitudes. But if I can just pinpoint three attitudes that I've seen in my life and in others. Um, a, a person who is impassionate, in love with Jesus is, number one, only Jesus matters. A person who is passionate about Jesus a person who got love, a love of Jesus in their heart, let me tell you, only Jesus matters. I don't know if you remember, for those who are walking um, in the walk of Christ already, um, who are in the things of God, I don't. when you first accepted Jesus, if you remember, you were so passionate about him, you were so in love with him, all you wanted to do was just love on him, all you wanted to do was just speak in tongues everywhere you went, all you wanted to do was just listen to worship music, you know. And if you're still passionate for him to this day, and if you want to catch passion for him, let me tell you. One, you know you're a passionate person for Jesus is that all you think about is him. When he's your first love, that all you want to do is just please and serve God. You don't care about what anyone thinks about you, but what Jesus thinks about you. You know, when you're really passionate about Jesus, all you want to do is please him. You know, you don't you try and stay away from anything or anyone that's going to keep you away from him. When you, you're in love with Jesus, 
you know, you you cut certain people away, not because they're bad people, just because you're just so in love with him that you just you want to please him. You don't want to do things that don't please him. You want to stay away from listening to certain things. You want to stay away from watching certain things. You want to stay away from scrolling so much on social media because you just love him. You're passionate about him. And you don't care what people think about you. And I think that's such a big thing. You know you're in love with Jesus when you don't care what people think about you. And let me tell you, when that love captured my heart, when that love captured my life. I didn't care if my friends laughed at me. I don't care if my friends left me. I don't care if people think I'm fanatic. I don't care if people think I'm weird. I don't care. I have Jesus in my heart. I have the greatest joy and the greatest peace and the greatest love that, let me tell you, I've never felt like this in my whole entire life. I've tried so many things out in the world, relationships, drugs, partying, uh, bad friend groups, so many addictions, so many momentarily pleasing things. And let me tell you, not one of those things have made me feel the way Jesus has made me feel. And 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 only he matters in my life. You know, I don't care about anything else that could be possibly happening in this world. Jesus is the love of my life and he is the only thing that matters to me. And I know if I put Jesus number one in my life, God is going to take care of my family. God's going to take care of my loved ones. God's going to take care of my friends. But if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, you first seek him. You first put him number one in your heart. He's going to take care of your finances. He's a good and loving father. He's going to take care of you. So number two, another attitude that a person who is passionate for Jesus, what they have is they have a supernatural hunger. They have passion and love for Jesus. This means that this person, you're praying every day, sometimes even for hours, because you just want to be with him. You love Jesus more than anyone else. Someone who is so passionate and got that loving passion for Jesus. Let me tell you, one of the things that I I honestly, 99% of the time I do every morning, every time I wake up, before I grab a phone, before I do anything, I just say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Jesus, I love you. Because he, he is number one in my life. You know, when you're really passionate for Jesus, you don't, you don't care about spending hours in the presence of God. You don't care about, you just want to be in his presence. You just want to hear his voice. You just want his love to saturate you. And honestly, as I'm talking right now, I'm feeling the love of God here. And I pray that you're feeling him right now wherever you're listening and watching me. Because it's he's real. Jesus is not a fairy tale. He is not a cute little Sunday story book or teaching that you hear about. He's not just something that you just look on TV or you just sit down on a Sunday service on a chair and listen to a preacher talk about him. He's real and he wants to know you intimately and he's crazy, passionately in love with you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to fill you with a peace and a love that nothing or anything in this world can satisfy you with. So. You have a hunger inside of your heart. When you're passionate about Jesus, you're hungry for him. You're desperate for him. And, and enough is never enough. You know, you, you ask the Holy Spirit, God, I want you to make my cup overflow. Oh, let my cup overflow. I don't want my cup just to be filled. I want my cup to overflow with your presence because I can't have enough of you. 
You know, the Bible says that we go from glory to glory, that we go from faith to faith. Meaning what? There's always more of God. The Bible says, give us, give us this day our daily bread. There's something new that God wants to speak to you. There's something new that God wants to tell you, deposit in your life every single day. That's why whoever tells me that following Jesus is boring, then honestly, I don't know what Jesus you're following or what religion you're following. But if you really know the man named Jesus Christ, it, your life changes. Deep calls on to deep. There is always more of God that he has for me. There's more of God that I can know. There is more of God that can fill my life. There's more joy and there's more joy that he has for me. There's more love that he has for me. It's a never ending love. It's a never ending relationship. You know, so number three, um, another characteristic is all you want to do is you want to tell the whole world about Jesus. And honestly, that's really the main focus and the main reason why I started this podcast. Because I couldn't contain it. I had this love and passion for Jesus that I want everyone to know that Jesus Christ is the only way. I want everyone to know that Jesus is the way the truth and the life and he is the all he is the meaning of life he is the only one that can satisfy the most deepest longing in your heart you can try everything in this world and i promise and i guarantee you that at the end of the night you're gonna feel lonely you're gonna feel empty because that space in your heart was only meant for jesus to fill it so stop running away from him. Stop trying to look at so many things and so many different people for acceptance. You already accepted in him. And if he accepts you, stop looking for anyone else to accept you. The king of kings, the Lord of lords, your heavenly father accepts you. That is the greatest acceptance that you can ever have and you can ever receive. So seven things that that passion produces in your life is number one it's that you're hungry for his presence like i mentioned you just want to be in him you just you want to be the first one to get to church because you you don't want to miss the praise and worship you know you just want to be loving on him you want to be adoring him you just want to be telling him how much he means to you you know how much how much you're in love with him how much you're grateful that he came into your life how he's taking care of you how maybe that accident was supposed to kill you maybe that sickness was supposed to kill you maybe that heartbreak was supposed to maybe you should have been in, in, in a crazy house right now maybe you should have been in a trap house right now but the love of jesus came and rescued you and took you out and if you're struggling open your heart to jesus the real meaning of love and the real meaning of hope and satisfaction and the real meaning of life. You know, number two, you desire for change. You're constantly saying, God, whatever's in my life that doesn't please you, get it out of me. If there's anything in my heart, if there's anything in my life that doesn't please you, that you don't like, get it out of me. I want to do your will and your will alone. Number three, you have passion, that passion, that love for Jesus gives you the strength to overcome opposition. That love makes you endure and gives you the strength to overcome difficulty in your life. When you, when you know that you have Jesus by your side, man, you're not scared of no demon. You're not scared of no devil. You're not scared of no problem, no situation, no lawsuit, no difficulty that is rising up against your life. 
Because he's with you. And if he's with you, no one, I mean no one, can come against you. Stop looking for vengeance. Stop looking to get back at people. Stop looking to clap back at people. Because that's the number one thing we love to do. We love to clap back at people. We love to argue with people. We like to, like, I'm going to show this person who, 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 who's the real man. I'm going to show this person how it really is. The Bible says that the vengeance is of the Lord. Let him solve out. Let him take care of your enemies. The Bible calls us to bless our enemies. Bless those who curse you. Someone curses you out, bless them. Send blessings. Someone's hating on you. Someone's not loving on you. Someone's jealous of you. Love them. Bless them. Pray for them. Society tells us that we have to curse them out. Society tells them, clap back at them. Don't let no one disrespect you. Don't let no one stomp on you. Don't let no one treat you like that. Jesus said if someone slaps you on one side of the cheek, give the other cheek. If someone tells you to, you know, to run one mile, run two of them. Love people. That's, what, that's the greatest commandment, to love your neighbor as you love yourself, to love your neighbor as Jesus loves you. Um, another one is you got a willingness to change. And I think this is where I always talk about this, that desire and passion are two different things. A lot of a desi desire is a mental wanting of something. Passion means action. That's why I don't know here who's ever seen the movie Passion of the Christ. Why is it called Passion of the Christ? Because passion is what led him to the cross. A lot of people, we have a mental desire. We have desire, a mental desire of God. I want God. I need God. But you're not doing anything to seek him. You're not praying. You're not going to church. You're not reading his word. You know, you just have a mental desire, a mental wanting of God. But a person who's passionate about Jesus, they're the ones who seek the Lord in the midst of trial, in the midst of sadness, in the midst of you don't know what's going on. You decide to seek him. You go to church. You know, you're reading his word. You're seeking him daily. You're doing, you're making sure that everything you do pleases him. That's real passion. That's not desire. That's passion. Um, Patience and suffering. You know, when you're passionate about him, you know, you're just patient in the midst of tribulation, in the midst of problems. Like I always say this. When you come to Jesus, Jesus doesn't promise you that everything is going to be perfect. He, he said in his word, you're going to go through many problems. You're going to go through many tribulations, but don't worry. I have overcome the world. So when you're with him, he's going to give you the power to overcome things. Um, you're daring to preach. You're passionate about preaching. All you want to do is just talk about Jesus. You want to tell your coworkers, your friends, your loved ones, your family about Jesus. You just, you're just crazy about telling people that. You know, and number seven, courage for the supernatural. And I love this one because, you know, like I always say, Jesus is real. The same Jesus that you see healing in the Bible, the same Jesus that you see casting out demons in the Bible, the same Jesus that you see setting people free, the same Jesus that you see that provides supernaturally, that same Jesus is still present here today. Miracles still happen right now. Healings still happen right now. Deliverance, freedom, provision still happens right now. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same Jesus that you read in the Bible is the same Jesus manifesting here and now. And it is the will of God for you to be healed. It's the will of God for you to be delivered. It's not the will of God for you to be dealing with sickness, depression, anxiety, and battling with demons inside of your life. The same Jesus that delivered back in the day in the Bible is the same Jesus who still delivers now. And I am a living testimony and proof of that.
you know, battling with so many things, addictions, anxiety, depression, loneliness, low self-esteem. But he came in my heart and changed it all. Healed me from, from, from sickness. Healed me from disease. Um, and maybe you're asking right now and you're like, well, you know, how do I know that I lost my first love? You know, number one, it's 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 spiritual laziness. You honestly just become lazy for the things of God. Next thing you know, you just don't want to go to church anymore. You just don't want to pray anymore. Little by little, you start getting lazy for the things of God. Maybe you're watching or listening to me right now and, you know, you kind of got lazy in the things of God. You, you know, little by little, you know, you start realizing that you don't want to pray anymore. You don't want to read the word anymore. You don't want to go to church anymore. You know, that spiritual laziness, you start getting apathy in the things of God. You know, that's a sign that you're losing or you have lost your first love. Um, number two, we lose God's hunger and desire. We lose interest in things of God and we no longer do things with the heart, but mechanically, you know, you go to church now because you have to go to the church or because someone's forcing you to go to church or you're praying because, you know, it's the religious thing or the right thing to do. You're doing everything mechanically, but you're not doing things with passion, with hunger and desire. You know, um, number three is we become insensitive to sin. And this is a big one, you know, because in that moment, our conscience is catarized. We begin to compromise principles. And we go back doing the sinful things we had left behind. I remember one day, um, um, I grew up in church my whole life. And one of the churches that I went to at one point, um, I remember, in, you know, I'm going to be as open and transparent as I possibly can because I think that's the point of this podcast and to have so many of you relate to me. I remember we had Friday night youth services and a lot of those youth services, I remember I would just show up super high. Um you know, and I would be there and just out of it, you know, and why? Because I lost my first love. I lost that love. I lost that reverence, that fear of God, you know, and that's a big one because you become insensitive to sin. I got so cold in my heart that I had the nerve and the courage to show up to church high. Like how disrespectful is that? Number one, you know what I mean? But in that moment, I didn't care in that moment. I didn't see it the way I now see it. Because I had lost my first love and sin had just got into my heart so much that things didn't offend me like they do. You want to know a clear sign of how God's love or you lost God's love in your heart and you're no longer passionate about him is when you do things and you know and you no longer feel remorse for those things when you start doing things. And you no longer bad things when you start sinning and you no longer feel remorse for it. You need to be worried. You need to watch out. You need to ask God's fear to come back in your life. The fear of God. You need to ask for God's love and passion to come back in your heart. Because the moment you start ignoring the voice of God and suddenly you start doing things and those things that you're doing when, you, you know, you don't feel remorse for them. That's a sign that you're losing God's love or you lost it. You and by God's love, I mean that passion inside your heart for him. You don't have that rest, respect, that reverence, that awe of him. So, you know, that's a big one. And it happened to me little by little. I stopped going to church little by little. You know, I started letting that love die down. And next thing you know, I was stuck in mud. I was stuck in the world. I was stuck in sin. I was stuck in addictions. Um. So 
And three causes that lead us, and I'm going to finish right here, three causes that lead us to lose our passion and our first love is, number one, you're serving God continuously without dedicating time to receive. And I think this one is so big for all the listeners, watchers, that you serve in your church. You're serving in church, and all you do every single Sunday, every single Wednesday, or whenever you guys have your service, every Friday, all you do is just serve, 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 and give and give and give and give. Watch yourself before you break yourself. I'm a, I'm a testimony of that. You need to take your time to receive. It's not just about going inside your room and praying and seeking God and be like, I received. No, we need to receive in, in, in the body of Christ at your church. You know, you need to take time to sit down and stay for a full service in praise and worship in the message. And, you know, if they're ministering, pass up to the front to be ministered to. You need to be receiving because you're going to burn yourself out. Someone who just gives, 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 they burn out. Or you never rest. You're never resting. I believe rest is so key. And we see in the Bible when Jesus sent out his disciples to go uh, pray for the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead. As soon as they came back, Jesus Jesus told them, let's go to a, 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 an alone place and let's go rest. And I was like, wow. Like Jesus knew that principle of resting. I mean, even look on the seventh day, the Bible says, and God rested after created, after creating um. After creating us, uh, after creating Adam and Eve, creating the earth, you know, he rested. Rest is so important. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people lose their passion and first love for God. It's because they're just always serving in church or they're always giving, 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 but never resting, never taking some time for themselves and just saying, Lord, I'm going to rest in you. Because a lot of people think rest is defeat, but there is so much power and victory in rest because resting shows that you have faith in God, that it's not by what you do, but it's by what he does and your faith in him, that if you know that if he's with you, all things are possible. So um, number two, our first love is lost when we have the wrong relationships and friendships. And I preach this so much in this podcast and everywhere I go is that watch the people you hang around with. You know, bad company corrupts good morals. Bad company is bad company. Tell me who you are with and I'll tell you who you are. You know, like you got to watch out your circle. I feel like I've said that so many times in this podcast that at one point I'm like, yo, I feel like I sound like a scratch CD because it's so big. It happened in my life. I realized every single time I would backslide, every time I would go back in the things of God, it was because my circle wasn't right. I had wrong people around me and it's okay to cut people. I'm not saying you got to be disrespectful to them. No, but guard your salvation. If you know someone or someone in your life is keeping you away from God, keep your distance, love on them, pray for them. But that's one of the number one things that God does in your life when he really inside you, you know, your circle starts changing. Number three is there is no prayer life. There is no prayer life in your life. You know, um, you don't want to um, our relationship with God is the most important thing in our Christian walk. Prayer is what gives life to our relationship with with people and and with God. When you stop praying, you cut off God's life in your life. Jesus said, apart from me, you can't do anything. You know, he made that pact of us in him and him in us. We are connected to him. We are the branch that is connected to him. And that if you cut if you cut off your relationship with God, you're cutting off God's life 
in your life. That's why so many people are like, oh, I don't feel God anymore. Why do I feel lonely? Why do I feel stuck? Why do I feel sad? Why do I feel empty in my life? Ask yourself, where is your prayer life? Where is your relationship with God at? Are you still seeking him the same way? Are you still seeking him that same amount of time that you were before? Do you need to increase your prayer time? More of God in your life, more prayer in your life, more of heaven in your life, more of heaven in your in your in your job, in your family, you know, in in your school, wherever wherever you're at. Um, so how do you restore? And you know, let me t- actually let me say this. A prayerless person is a dangerous person. A person who stopped praying and doesn't see God anymore is a dangerous person because that person slowly, little by little, goes back to being that same old self that that person was before they met Jesus. Suddenly you start struggling with the same sins again, the same temptations, the same people, the same situations in life, the same sickness because you slowly, little by little, started started cutting God's life inside of you by cutting prayer. Prayer is a direct communication with your heavenly father. Um, so how do you restore your passion and your first love? Revelations 2, 5 says, remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lamp stamp from its place unless you repent. So number one, always remember where you fell from. Remember the old life you led, who you were, what you used to do. Remember where God took you out of. And every time I, I'm struggling or every time I'm going through a bad season in my life, I always remember, God, where you took me out of, where you healed me from, where you delivered from. Them. And when I remember that, I'm like, heck to the no. I'm not going back to that worldly life. I'm not going back to that sinful life. I'm not going back to that life of loneliness, of depression, of low self-esteem. And when I remember that, I run back to Jesus. It's like in that moment, it's like in the Bible where he says, draw me and I'll come running after you. In that moment, when I remember all these all these things, he's drawing me back to him because I'm I'm nasty. I'm a mess without Jesus, you know. So um, number two, it's repenting. It's recognizing that you lost your first your first love and that you must repent. Just say, God, I'm sorry. Repenting means a change of heart. A 180 degree turn. You stop doing the things you were doing. You take the decision, the real moment. And you say, God, I repent. I'm sorry. I'm going to get back to you. And number three, do the works you used to do. Fall in love with Jesus again. If there's anything that you paid attention in this whole podcast is fall in love with Jesus again. Tell the whole world about Jesus. Start praying daily. Start serving God in your church. Start doing the things that you used to do when you were in love with him. If it was praying, if it was reading the word, if it was waking up early, if it was praying at night, if it was praying during break, if it was worshiping in the car, if it was being around church people, if it was going to church, do the things that you used to do that made you fall in love with Jesus and fall back all over in love with again. But this time, tell him, Jesus, I want to fall even deeper and harder for you. Amen. So I hope you guys received in this podcast of just falling in love with Jesus. And if you're watching me, I just want to pray for you right now. And I just pray that God's love descends upon your heart. Just repeat after me and say, Father, right now, I come before you in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you remove every heart of stone and you put a heart of flesh in my, in my life that is on fire and passionate for you. I repent of my old ways. I repent if I if my heart has gotten cold for you. I repent if I have ran away from your love and I stopped being passionate for you. I repent and I ask for forgiveness and I pray that right now 
You baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. I pray that where you are right now, that the Holy Spirit baptizes you with his fire. Right now, receive the fire of God. Receive the passion of God. Passion to read his word. Passion to win souls. Passion to move in the supernatural. Passion to fall deeply in love with him and to seek him daily. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Man, thank you guys again for tuning in for another podcast. I have some crazy announcements coming soon. If you guys have not followed me on my Instagram, go follow it at Jimmy Bayoso. We also have a, a, a Godly Disruption Instagram at a Godly Disruption. Um, follow it. I'm, there's a lot of big news that are coming up, a lot of good things that are cooking up. Um, thank you guys, everyone who's been donating through Cash App, through PayPal. The link is going to be in the description. Every seed you guys sow, it goes back into the podcast and how to better the podcast and how to do more things for the community and for the kingdom of God. So I appreciate every single one of you guys. You know, the merch also description is down there. Share this video with someone. Don't forget to comment, like, share, subscribe. I love you. I love you guys. And don't forget, you are a disruptor. God has called you to cause a godly disruption wherever you go. I bless you guys. I love you guys. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Man, that was awesome. I hope you guys received in this podcast. I hope it was a blessing to your life. Share it with someone that maybe needs a word from God, whether it be a friend or a loved one. And don't forget, our merch is now available at www.jimmybayoso.com. The link will be in the description. And if you want to partner with us and help us grow this podcast, our Cash App link will be down below as well. Thank you guys so much for your loving support every single week. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast. God bless you. And don't forget, you are called to cause a godly disruption.